What is up, y'all? Welcome back to the Mind to Muscle podcast. I'm your host, Maddie Bunker. And I'm your other host, Bailey Delory. Okay, I have a new question for Maddie this week because that's my that's my weekly task. Um, it's in my Monday, don't worry. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's where Maddie assigns me duties since she's my yeah, boss. I know. Uh, and I feel like it's been so long because I took last week off the podcast. That's the first time since oh, we started. It was kind of weird. And I didn't love talking to myself. Yeah. But, you know, it's all good. Shout out to you for doing that, though. Luckily, we're both long-winded. So I was like, oh, well, like, we'll be fine. But yeah, it's like a banter, you know? Yeah, it is definitely way more fun to do it with someone, I feel like. I mean, I haven't done a solo episode yet. Maybe I will soon, but. Yeah, it is. It is more fun. Some people will probably appreciate it because we just don't shut up when we're together. <laughs> like right now. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, ready for your question? Yes. If you could only have one protein source for the rest of your life, what would it be? That is so hard. Right. The first thing that comes to mind is steak because I just love steak. I kind of felt like that's what you were going to pick, to be honest. Yeah. I feel like I would have to go with, like, I honestly don't even have steak that much. But if I could only have one, I feel like it would be steak because I just, I love steak. I mean, there's lots of different cuts, you know? Yeah. I mean, another solid one would be protein powder only because like you wouldn't so get many flavors. Yeah. There's so many flavors. I didn't think that. I was like, I can't be protein powder because I can't be the only protein-y, but they yeah. but I feel like you can't only make that savory and I would get tired of it. True. What would yours be? Okay, it's kind of like a toss-up between, like, ground beef or chicken thigh. Oh, yeah. I cannot get burnt out on chicken thigh. Yeah. Got it. And, like, ground beef, I just feel like it's so versatile. Like, you could do that in a breakfast bowl. You could make a burger out of it. You could do it in tacos. Like, it's just for, you know, there's a lot you can do. Yeah, but chicken thighs are so good. If y'all don't have chicken thighs, they're so much better than chicken breasts. Like, even even when you're dieting, it's just worth the extra fat. I think the only time I use chicken breast really is, like, if it's, like, in a recipe that chicken breast in a recipe. Not, like, I don't just really cook chicken breast by itself anymore. I just chicken thigh you know yeah definitely like there's definitely a time and place for chicken breast but thighs are where it's at yep okay then highlight of the week that I like that question so I'm gonna keep it yeah I like that too um highlight of my week is just being with my family I've been up in Dallas for like a week now I miss Bailey (laughs) but I do miss you (laughs) Yeah, Uh, it's been really nice just being with my family, being with my siblings, and yeah, that's my highlight. Hey, Queen, go off. I can see their house in the background. It looks cute. Yeah, I'm in my stepdad's office right now. Wow, real grown girl shit. Fancy. (laughs) Um. Well, oh, yesterday. What's today? Yeah, yesterday was me and Jake's three-year wedding anniversary. Um. We didn't do anything yesterday because he had a middle school football game, so that's how I spent that. But we went to dinner the night before, and it was fire, and we got massages, and that was so nice. Oh, yeah, that was my idea. Yeah, that's that's so smart. I love that. Yeah, it's funny because Bailey and Jake are my parents, and then like. (laughs) My actual <laughs> parents, like my mom and my stepdad, their wedding anniversary is the exact same as. Yeah, Bailey. that is so crazy. I was like, what I the know, like, the weird 
coincidences of our lives will just never not be so bizarre to me. I know. It's crazy. And it's funny because my mom thought her wedding anniversary is today. And so I was like, oh my gosh, that's crazy. It's a day apart. And then my stepdad, he's actually out of town, which is sad they weren't together. But he like called her and was like, happy like anniversary or whatever. And she's like, it's the fourth. It's always been the fourth. And he's like, no, he's it's like, uh, no, actually she had to, like go check the dates. And then she's like, oh, it is the third. That's <laughs> hilarious. I love that. So funny. All right. Well, what are we talking about today? Routines, queen. We'll ask one more question to get into it. Morning routine or night routine? What's your fave? Morning routine for sure. Same, same, same. More morning routine girlies. Yeah. And it's funny because, and I was talking to my family about this this last week because I used to not be a morning person at all. Like my brother would come and wake me up for school or whatever in the mornings and I was so mean to him like I feel so bad because I literally my family knew just like don't even look at me don't even talk to me in the mornings it was so hard for me to wake up I know and like even my freshman year of college like it was hard for me to make it to my like 10 a.m class because that was early for me no like I just wake up so early and I'm such a morning person and so I'm excited to talk about this so like how to become a morning person and just like morning routines and things like that Yeah, I like your perspective on that because I've always been a morning person. Like, I just always have woken up so early. Like, I feel like if I don't, then, like, my day's wasted. Like, if I wake up past, like, 8, I just, it stresses me out a little bit. Like, I was the kid at sleepovers that was just, like, waiting for everyone to wake up. Okay, yeah, that was me, too. Like, I could not sleep in ever. Like My My friends slept until, like, noon. I was like, bro. I remember, like, you know, you would, like, cough or, like, try and make noise yes. to wake yes. them up. Literally, and then you free pretend like you're asleep still. Like, that wasn't you that just made the noise. And you're like, oh, yep. did you wake up me too? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was always that kid. I did always wake up early. And, like, even when I say sleeping in, like, in high school, like, sleeping in for me was, like, 8, 8.30. And then I don't know what it was my freshman year of college. I think it's because I stayed up until, like, 3 a.m. I would sleep Probably. in the but majority of the time, like I have been more of a morning person than most people, but I'm definitely a morning person now. Like super early morning is just the best. So what's a non-negotiable for you in your morning routine? Not being on my phone for at least an hour before, like when I wake up, I don't look at my phone. I don't check it. Like I keep my phone in my kitchen. Um, and then like, I don't even look at it at least an hour, but usually like a, a while more, like I like to wake up around like five 30 or six. Um, and then I will like get a little bit of work done, do my morning walk, things like that. And then I'll go to the gym around like eight 39 ish. And that's the first time I'll look at my phone is like when I get to the gym and that has been a game changer because like, I, I mean, our job is a lot of social media and being on our phone. And I feel like it's just like, I'm always on my phone. And so that yeah. like time where I can just focus on work and just focus on like other things is so nice it's also like easy to get sucked into your phone I've been trying to be better at this there's still some mornings where I don't I hate that I do it and I get on my phone I'm like what are you doing because it's even like I'm doing anything productive it's just like you get on your phone and you you just wait I'm like holy shit I just wasted 15 minutes on nothing so I've been trying to like knock it on it until after I like get ready and read and then I use it to play a podcast when I walk the dogs because I'm a mom if if I do go on like a longer walk I will like grab my phone but make sure that it's still on do not disturb like I put it on do not disturb at night and then I don't turn that off until like 
during the gym or after the gym. So I will like listen to a podcast, but other than that, I, I stay off my phone and, and it does like, because I used to on the weekends, I would like sleep with my phone next to me. And then like on the morning and I'm like, no, this is such a waste of time, like scrolling super late at night or like in the morning. And so now no matter what, even like I'm at my parents' house and my, my phone is not next to my bed because it's just like, that is one habit that I will always keep. Yeah, for sure. Again, it's like, obviously it's not feasible for everyone to like be off their phone for that long, but you can get up and get ready and you don't need to be on your phone when you're doing that. And like, you'll get ready so much faster and you'll be like, have so much more time if you can stay off your phone. So I know like Maddie will put her phone in a different room. Obviously a lot of people need to set an alarm to wake up. So putting your phone like somewhere in your room where you physically have to get out of bed to turn it off is huge because we have so many girls who are like, I can't wake up in the morning. I miss all my gym. It's because like your phone's right next to your bed and you just snooze it, snooze it, snooze it. And I've been guilty of this too. Like make yourself get out of bed. If you get out of bed to turn it off, odds are that you are, you're just going to be up and you're like, okay, I can do it. Yeah. I've heard so many people be like, well, how do you like not get on your phone or how do you like first wake up like with your alarm like I just snooze it and I don't even realize it like I'm just sleeping like in my sleep I snooze it and I'm like literally put it across from your room where you have to get out of bed and then you're out of bed and then you have no excuses like you'll have to turn it off yeah I used to be really bad at that and then I put my phone now where it's like out of reach but like I literally would have so people everybody hated me I literally would have like an alarm every three minutes because I would do that I would like snooze it and not realize and my parents were like oh my hell like you're waking everyone else up by yourself and I hate people so like you <laughs> I don't do it anymore yeah and I'm like, this like sounds so corny but like it really is just like okay doing things like with integrity like I'm telling myself that I'm not going to be on my phone in the morning so like do I want to be the kind of person that does things that I say I'm not going to and like it sounds so dumb and like it's something so small but like it is true and like in the morning when I go to be on my phone that's like kind of how I check myself I'm like no bitch you said you're not gonna be on your phone so get off like and lucky Jake be calling me out (laughs) Yeah, that's one thing that has like changed the game for me is just like holding myself to a higher standard and like keeping promises to myself. And I think I can't remember I was listening to a podcast and I can't remember who it was. No, it actually wasn't. (laughs) But um, I want to say it was Andrew Huberman. But he talked about like, saying no to yourself throughout the day. And it's really interesting because it's like little things like I'll be like, okay, I'm not going to be on my phone for an hour or whatever. And then like 30 minutes go by and I grab my phone and then I'm like, no, I said no. And so I'll put it away. And that like gives you like that dopamine spike of like, oh, I like listened to myself and it's so small and it's so dumb. But like those small things, like in the back of your mind, when you think like, I shouldn't be doing this, don't act on it. Like tell yourself no, because it, you, it will compound. And so now I feel like I have so much more self-discipline with like just the small things. And then that adds on top of things. Yeah, for sure. So if you have somebody who's like, okay, I want to have a morning routine. Like, I don't know where to start. What would you tell them? Or like, what would be your advice? Um, your morning routine starts at night. So a lot of people, they're like, okay, I want to wake up at 5.30 a.m. Even though they usually wake up at like eight and then they're going to bed at the same time and then they're super tired and we're huge on sleep. Like you, you need to be prioritizing sleep. And so you need to go to bed earlier. And that's the biggest piece of advice I will say is go to bed earlier. You're a good morning starts with a good night. Um, and then not only that, but also like making sure 
that you're consistent with it. It's going to be hard, right? It's going to be hard waking up at 5.30 a.m. when you're not waking up that early. I'm not saying that's the magic time. I'm just using that as an example. Um, And so like, just keep doing it because it really does get easier. And I know so many of our girls who have become morning workout people or morning people or whatever, just because like, yeah, it was super hard and you're going to be tired, but making yourself stay consistent with it, it, it will get easier. Yeah, exactly. You can't wake up earlier and go to bed at the same time. Like it's just not going to work. And that's helped a lot of girls too. It's just like doing it in increments. Like, okay, this week I'm going to go to bed 30 minutes earlier and I'm going to get up 30 minutes earlier. And then next week I'll go to bed an hour earlier and I'll get up an hour earlier. So it's like, you're kind of letting your body get used to it and then try and keep your sleep schedule semi-consistent on the weekend. Cause that's where it can get hard too. Like not that you have to go to bed as early or get up as early, but like at least tr- if you normally go to bed at nine, try to go to bed at 10. If you normally get up at five, try to get up around six. So it's not like these weird spikes in your sleep schedule every weekend. Yeah. That's another thing I, that's huge is going to bed and waking up at the same time because your body gets used to it and it's going to be so much easier. But if you're waking up at 5am on, on the weekdays and then every single weekend you're waking up at 10am or whatever and going to bed super late, your body is going to be like, what the hell? And it's going to take until Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday to get used to it. And then you're used to waking up early and then you sleep in and it's just going to make it so much harder for yourself. And so, yeah, sometimes it's nice to sleep in if you need to catch up on sleep, but for the majority of the time, if you're able to wake up and go to bed at the same time, every single day, it, it helps so much. Uh, but I want to go back. You didn't tell me what your non-negotiable for the mornings is. Oh, uh, my non-negotiable in my mornings is getting like outside. So mm-hmm. I like to walk my dogs to do that, to get some sunlight. And that's something that I've noticed has actually helped my sleep a ton too, is like my REM sleep, because I'm extra and I track it with my aura ring, used to be absolute garbage. And since I've like made myself do that every morning, like I get outside and I walk my dogs, even if it's like a really quick walk, because I have something going on, consistently getting sunlight in the morning. One, I just feel better, but two, it's made my sleep so much better because my circadian rhythm is like more regulated. Yeah. And I feel like if you, if it takes you a while to wake up in the mornings, that helps a ton too. Just yeah. like, First off, like getting up, getting movement in, but getting sunlight in your eyes, even just like five to 10 minutes in the mornings helps so much with energy levels and just like regulating your circadian rhythm and things like that. Plus you get your steps in. So it's a win-win. And it is so nice, like a little side tangent, like when you get front load your, your steps, like you get majority of your steps in the morning. It's so much easier throughout the day because I know for myself, like at the end of the day, if I check and I'm like, Oh my gosh, I'm only at 4,000 steps. Like there's no way I can do it. But if I'm at like seven or 8,000, I'm like, Oh, I'm only 2000 away. Like yeah. that's easy. I'll go on a quick walk. And so it's like so much easier when you like front load, at least for me, I like front loading everything. Yeah. And everybody's different, but I think same thing with like morning workouts, like yeah, majority of our girls are working all day, like not from home, like they're in an office. And so it's been so helpful for a lot of them to like get up and get movement in and get workouts in in the morning because it's hard for a lot of people to go after work. It's just typically it's been a long day. You're a little bit more tired. You want to like go home understandably like I would be the same way. So them getting their workouts in in the mornings help them be more consistent if you can't go in the mornings, pack a gym bag and go on your way home and don't go home first. That's a little tip there, but yeah, it's definitely like knowing your body, listening to your body, but also like, I think a lot of people don't realize like how much better they do feel when they work out in the mornings. I know for a lot of my girls are like, I'm just going to try it. And they do. And they're like, I feel so much better. I have more energy throughout the day. And just like, I love morning workouts now. And so I would give it a try. If you, if you don't do it, give it a try because I personally could not work out in the evening. (laughs) 
Yeah, I know. I hate it. I mean, like I can, but I don't like it. Yeah. Um, something that's been super helpful for me with just like routines is like realizing that it can literally be whatever I want. Like, mm-hmm. um, I used to have like literally my morning routine was a checklist because I'm so freaking extra. And then I was like stressed out about trying to get all these things done in time. And like, I have to do all these things. Like, no, it can, your morning routine can literally be whatever you want it to be. It could be getting up and going on a walk. It could be getting up and go- getting ready and then reading a little bit of your book before you have breakfast it can be whatever like helps you serve yourself and set your day up my biggest thing is like just making sure that it helps you like take care of yourself in some way but something that I liked that my coaches shared with me is like having something that's kind of like a menu style for your morning routine so you could have different things that you can pick from that you like to do. So like, instead of being like, okay, I have to do A through Z, you could be like, okay, I know that I enjoy reading in the mornings. I enjoy journaling. I enjoy going on a walk. I enjoy whatever these things are. And like that morning, you can choose something that you want to do. And then like, usually you kind of find this like, routine that you tend to stick to. Like before I was like, okay, I have to read for X amount of minutes and then I have to journal for X amount of minutes and then I have to meditate for X amount of minutes. And then I I would like literally, and I was stressing myself out. Now I get up, I read and I drink my water. I walk my dogs. I have my coffee. I have my breakfast. It's simple, but it works. Yeah. And that's the thing is like, find what works for you. And it doesn't have to be this two hour long fancy thing that you see on TikTok. Like, but the biggest thing I will say is I challenge y'all to get up at least 30 minutes before you have to be anywhere, before you have to leave your house, before you have to be on a meeting, because if you're waking up and you have to immediately like rush, you're brushing your teeth and you're running out the door, you're hopping on a Zoom meeting, you're rolling out of bed, like you're waking up in a reactive state and you're not able to like, it's just, it is so much better for you when you're waking up in a proactive state where you take your time and it doesn't have to be a long thing, but give yourself 10, 15 minutes of just a slow morning where you get to do something you love. I know for Bailey, she loves drinking her coffee in the morning. I know for myself, like I love having a slow morning, waking up and reading my book and just like doing things that I enjoy before diving into work or diving into anything. And I know like I'm also very productive in the mornings. So I do like to get some work done in the morning, but I still take at least 20, 30 minutes to myself where I'm just setting up for success and doing things for me. And I promise you, you'll have such a such a better day if you're waking up in a more proactive state rather than reactive yeah and same thing for your nighttime routine it doesn't have to be this like 20 step skincare routine my skincare routine is I wash my face and I put on freaking moisturizer like and find what works for you if you like spending your evening and taking your time and doing do that but you don't have to do that for it to be a good nighttime routine find what works for you but something that is huge is being off of your freaking phone at least 30 minutes, if not an hour before bed, because we have so many girls who are like, I have a hard time falling asleep. My, I feel like I'm sleeping enough hours, but it's not rested. I'm, I'm still tired. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, what's the hour before you go to bed look like? And they're usually either watching a shit ton of TV or they're on their phone up until the moment where they go to bed. So I used to be quite bad at that. Something that I do is I set an alarm on my phone for an hour before I'm going to go to bed. And when that alarm goes off, like I have to be on my phone. So I set my alarm for the morning. I like do the last things I need to do on my phone and then I plug it in and it's like done for the evening. Yeah. And one, like, I don't really have like a night routine. Like my thing is, I mean, I have my creamy every night. I brush my teeth. I wash my face. And then I 
get in bed and read. That's my biggest non-negotiable is reading. No matter where I am, I always, always have a book or I always have my Kindle Kindle with me and it helps me fall asleep because honestly, like sometimes I do have a really hard time falling asleep. But if I do read before, sometimes I get to uh, read two or three chapters and sometimes it's a few pages and then I'm tired, but I always make sure because I know I sleep better when I am reading. And so just finding those things that help you. And I know like Bailey said, getting off your phone. And then some girls like to, you know, journal or brain dump. Like if you find it hard to fall asleep and your mind's racing, um, I recommend getting a journal and just brain dumping, like all the things that you're thinking about, all the things you need to get done so that you can just like set it aside and then go to sleep. Yeah. And something that I've, I've been good at about it this week, it's been a little inconsistent, but something that I've been trying to do consistently before bed is box breathing. Um, Maddie's over here like, whatever. (laughs) Um, but it does help like relax your central nervous system. So it's just been fun to like see trends when I've been consistent with it, but I like to do that. So all it is, is nasal breathing. Basically you Jake always laughs at me when I'm doing it though. So I feel like I'm not getting as relaxed as I could be because I can just like feel him watching me. Um, but I lay down, I put my feet up and then you breathe in through your nose for three seconds, hold it for three seconds, breathe out for three seconds, hold for three seconds. So it's like, that's the box, three in, hold, three out, hold. And then it's all done in and out through your nose. And then over time, you can do more breaths or increase the amount of time that you're like doing that hold for. But right now I'm just doing it for 12 breaths because your girl ain't been consistent with it. We're just going to be honest. Yeah, I've been so bad at that. But I will say when I do do it, I feel like I get a lot better sleep. My REM sleep is a lot better. And coming from someone whose REM used to literally be like zero to one minute every single night that's a huge difference. So if you struggle with sleep or like deep sleep, I definitely would recommend box breathing. And that's something that I've looked at with a couple of clients who's like have higher resting heart rates than they'd like to have is like, it can help with that as well because you're calming your body down. So it's just fun things to play around with. See what you like, see what's fun for you. For some reason, I just don't ever consistently read before bed and I was trying to force it and it just wasn't happening. So now I read in the mornings. Yeah. I'm like a psychopath and I read like my nonfiction or like development book in the mornings. And then I read a fun book at night. <laughs> okay, but I've been thinking about doing that because I've been reading like uh, my hormone book in the morning. And then I was like, oh, but yeah. I kind of want to read a fun book. Maybe I'll read that at night. But yeah. I, was, I love it because I look forward to it. It's like something I love my other books, like my nonfiction books, of course, but it's like it's so exciting to just like have a, a lighthearted fun book right before bed. And it's just I literally look forward to it every night. So yeah, but my toxic trait is once I lay in bed, I fall asleep in like three minutes. I fall asleep so fast. Like, like my that latency- a toxic trait. That's good. My latency on my aura ring sometimes is red. It's like you fell asleep too fast. Like I fall asleep so fast. It's insane. I do not. I don't think my latency has ever been in the red. I take a long time to fall asleep, but I will say reading helps so much because once I put my book down, I can usually fall asleep pretty quickly. Wait, what is your latency? Because I'm now I'm kind of curious. Um, I'll go grab my phone. Hold on. Well, last night I forgot to charge my ring, so it didn't track. But oh my gosh, same. We're so similar. <laughs> um, eighteen minutes, forty-five oh. minutes. Mine's like never double digits. Mine was like three minutes, four minutes, five minutes. Sometimes we're up there at like eight to ten. If Jake's talking to me, I'm laying in bed. Fourteen, twenty-seven, twenty-nine. <laughs> Yeah. Nope. It's no bueno. But it, it's been a little bit better. Well, like that's not bad because better. that's probably counting when you're laying in bed reading, honestly. It probably so, counts. Yeah. Sometimes I wonder like 
because also on the weekends or like if I watch tv or something like is that tracking you know like when I'm just like laying there you know I don't know well queens um find a little routine test things out if you don't like it if it's stressing you out mix it up find what works for you but yeah yeah. like a, a routine should not be something stressful it should be something you look forward to like when I'm traveling or whatever and I'm not in my routine I miss it so much but it also helps me stay on track when I am out of town because I do have those small habits I'm I've been out of town for about a week and a half now and I'm not perfect I'm not doing everything the exact same but I do have those small habits of keeping my phone away from me reading before I go to bed and just those small things really really help me stay on track when I'm like out of my normal routine yeah, I love that you say that because like you should still be able to function if you cannot do your quote unquote routine. Yeah. If you cannot have a good day, if you can't be productive, if you don't do this routine to a T, then maybe it's time to readjust some things. Yeah, for sure. You definitely shouldn't become reliant on it, but it should be something you look forward to. Like find small things in the morning that get you excited, get you out of bed. Um, and then those nighttime routines that you look forward to as well, because I get so excited to just read my book. So just find little small things, joy in life. <laughs> Love it. All right, guys, catch you next week. All right, y'all. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. As always, you can catch us every Friday with a new episode. You can also follow us on Instagram. Maddie's is Maddie underscore Bunker. Maddie with one D. And mine is Bay Delory. Make sure to rate and review the show, whether you're listening on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, and share to your Instagrams. Thanks for listening. We'll catch y'all next Friday. Bye, y'all.